Hello and welcome to Two Guys One Game slash The Reviews Brothers. It's all the same thing, baby. We just like to confuse you with names. Um, hey, it's time for another game ramble um, where I just talk about a game, what I recently done. And this time round, as you know, because it's you know on the thing, uh, I have played Armed and Dangerous, and I played it for the Xbox 360. Um, so now I'm just going to give you some of the cold hard facts on the game. So Armed and Dangerous, it's a third-person action game shooter uh, made by Planet Moon Studios and published by LucasArts. So you get that really cool LucasArts logo doing all crazy stuff at the start of the game. I do miss that from games when LucasArts had that, that kind of stuff. Uh, it was released for Windows and the Xbox. So actually, that's a good point. The version I was playing is the Xbox version, but it was on the Xbox 360. So um, it was one of the free ones with Games with Gold at one point, so it was from Xbox Live. Uh, it was released in 2003 or 2004, depending on where you were. Where I am in the EU, in good old sunny England, uh, it was released in 2004, so it was released in December. Uh, 2003, everywhere else. Cool stuff. Cool story, huh? Um, so, a little bit about Armed and Dangerous. It's kind of a it's a it's a bit of a, a comedy action shooter, which has a very LucasArtsy sort of feel to it. If you've played any of their old click and point and click adventure games, the sort of humour in those, which has a lot of references to all kinds of pop culture from the time and and you know from before notably some kind of it's got very british humor to it which is surprising as it's an american company i believe but anyway it's got a really good sense of humor to it so if you play anything like monkey island day of the tentacle full throttle anything like that that sort of humor is injected into the third person shooter and it works very well um so I'll give you a bit brief thing about the story. So basically, you're in the crazy fantasy world, and you take control of. You've got a party of three characters, but you only control one. You control a guy called Roman, and then you've also got uh, a robot called Q and a mole guy called Jonesy. So, and you're in like some kind of weird Arctic world. It's kind of the story starts halfway through the story, if you know what I mean. So, I actually really like this. So, it's like stuff's already you're kind of in already in the middle of some stuff that's going on and you're just sort of picking up from where the story left off but it's not a sequel or anything but i really like that so it just gets going right from the beginning so you go and you meet this little blind guy i forget what his name is rex i think his name's rex uh and he's like an inventor guy and they want to steal a book they want to uh, pull off a heist and steal a book from a king um, and it gives people magic powers, basically. Um, Rex is a pretty cool... Oh, Rexy. His name's Rexy. Oh, Rexus. Sorry, I was, I was close there. Uh, Rexus is really cool because he's, he's blind, but there's a really funny cutscene at the beginning where they get his house gets raided by enemy soldiers, so he puts two fake eyeballs in to trick them into thinking that he can see and then they ask him to go and pick something up from a table, and obviously it all goes wrong. And Yeah, it's pretty fun. 
but yeah, there's a book that can get magic powers, and they want to find this book, but also so does the evil king, and then he wants to enslave the world, the usual stuff. Um, so that's the story. Basically, it's you go through fantasy places, shooty shooty, bang bang, let's go. Um, Gameplay-wise, it is basically a very simple third-person shooter, so the camera is always behind you, um, and you just run around the levels. Control-wise, it's your standard third-person shooter. Um, because it's quite an early one, there's not a huge focus on uh, manual aiming, so you just sort of aim with the right stick, but you don't have to worry too much about zooming in like you would with modern shooters. Um, you can do it, and there are sniper rifles and things, and it does help a bit, but your guns are just as accurate. If you don't do it, it can just be harder to aim, if you know what I mean. Uh, you can run, you can jump, you get secondary weapons like grenades, etc., etc., um, yeah, it, it's pretty good. There's there's quite a few weapons, which I'll touch on in a second. Um, later on in the game, you get a jetpack, which it doesn't really let you fly. It more lets you fall with style. You know what I mean? It's um, you you do you know there's an initial boost straight up in the air, but then when you're coming back down, you can't until you touch the ground. You can't go up into the air again. So you got to watch out a bit there. There is a second type of gameplay which, after every couple of levels, you have to defend wherever it is that you are. Normally you end up in a town somewhere and you've got to defend the town and you do that in... It's just a turret level where you're sat in a turret for the whole stage and hundreds and hundreds of enemies all come at once to try and climb over the walls and get into the town that you're defending. These look really cool because... Like I say, there's hundreds of enemies that are that are there, and you have you have a, it's a tower defense, I guess, a first-person tower defense, and you've got a timer. It's actually an invisible timer. You never really know when the level's going to end, um, but it's a case of if X amount of soldiers get over the wall, then it's game over. But they can also still shoot you, so you've got to watch out for that. Um, but obviously, you've got a, a a cannon to blow them all up with. Um, and it, I actually, I did die a few times on those levels, but I never actually lost because the soldiers went over the wall. Um, you know, they're actually very generous with that. Um, but anyway, so that's a little bit about the gameplay, um, which I will touch on again in a minute. Um, as always, I like to tell you the, the, the game currently has a Metacritic score of 78 out of 100 for the PC and 79 out of 100 for the Xbox. So generally pretty good reviews. So it's a, it's a quite a popular game, well thought of game. But do I agree with that? Let's talk about it some more and we'll find out. So let's start with the good. What do I think is good about Armed and Dangerous on the Xbox? Do you know what? Funny enough, I did actually have this for the PC when it first came out. I had the big box for it and everything, um, but I n definitely never finished it. Um, I d there's no reason in particular for that, I just never finished it. But anyway, so what's good about Armed and Dangerous? Let's talk about the good things. The story, the characters are all pretty funny. Um, 
it's not a serious game at all. Um, it's daft, over-the-top, crazy, non-stop action, which is a plus and minus for it. So the actual story itself is pretty generic, you know, but the characters you meet are all wacky and, yeah, the, the characters are crazy. Like, you get a giant princess, which is just like an ogre in a dress. Um, no characters are normal people. In fact, I guess the three main characters are probably the most normal, but they're not normal. Everyone's eccentric. So that's really cool. It can make watching the cutscenes, of which there are quite a lot, and they go on for quite a while. It does make watching them quite interesting, quite fun. The actual gameplay itself is good. It's an early Xbox game, so it is quite simple. Um, the levels themselves are all pretty small. In fact, they're all very small, and you can probably beat each one in under 20 minutes. It's not a massively long game, but it looks okay, and the gameplay is fun. Um, you never really, your objectives really are kill X amount of people or just get to the end of the level, blow up a few boxes, collect. Sometimes you have to rescue um, villagers and things like that. That's literally the missions. It's very basic mission types. And the, like I say, the levels themselves are pretty small, almost like arena style maps. And there's usually a couple of hundred enemies per map. And so, yeah, you're you're following one path most of the time, and you're just running around shooting everyone you can see. Um, the enemies themselves, there's not that many different types of enemies, but they're quite fun. You get your sort of generic alien soldier people. Um, you get sort of human soldier people. By the way, the human soldier people are Nazis, but without calling them Nazis. They've got bad... German accents, or European accents, maybe. Um, yeah, they're just Nazis, but they're not called Nazis. Um, so yeah, and there's also big robot monsters that you can only defeat using like explosive weapons, which we'll touch on again in a minute. Um, that's really about it, to be honest, and there's not even really many bosses. The bosses just tend to be big versions of the robots, and as with a lot of kind of games like this, once you've beaten one, they sort of show up later on in other levels as normal enemies. Um, but they're, they're pretty good. The enemies, they have, you know, you'll get sniper soldiers, you'll get machine gun soldiers, shotgun soldiers. They all have different um, weapons. They also drop ammo and health for you, which is great. Um, it's cool to have three different characters, so all of your characters are on screen at once, but you only control Jonesy, who's the human guy. Uh, you never get to control either of the others, which is a shame, but we'll touch on that in a minute. Um, what else is good about this game? Uh, so we've got the humour, the story's fine, the gunplay, the gunplay, okay, let's talk about the guns. The guns in this game are wicked. They is wicked. So you start off with like a, a normal rifle which has 10 or so shots. Unlimited ammo. Your 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 weak rifle has unlimited ammo. Um, it's not that weak either. It's still quite useful. 
Um, but after a couple of levels, you'll find that you never need it because ammo is quite plentiful. So you have that one. Then pretty much straight away, <laughs> to get new weapons, you have to find the pub. Every level has a couple of pubs in it. And you go to the pub, and the guys in the pub hook you up with new weapons, which is a really cool idea. Um, so you have your rifle, then straight away you basically get a machine gun, which becomes your go-to. That that's your you can carry three weapons at a time, three weapons and two side weapons, um, which I'll talk about in a sec. So you get the rifle, you get the machine gun, which just your standard machine gun. It's pretty useful. It's your all-round weapon. It's pretty much good against most things. However, there are giant robots, which I've mentioned before. These can only be defeated with explosive weapons. So you need to have either a rocket launcher, which is very good. Um, you get the, uh, what's it called, mortar, like a mortar grenade. It's basically just a grenade launcher. That's also a very good, very powerful weapon. Uh, both of those guns are excellent. You also get a sniper rifle as well. And enemies, like I say, periodically drop ammo for all of these. Or if you run out of ammo, you can go back to the nearest pub and they'll refill all your ammo. And you can also switch out your weapons. So there's times where maybe I'd have the sniper rifle and machine gun. I pretty much always had the machine gun and something else. And then, But I wouldn't have enough ammo or there'd be a robot that I needed an explosive. So then I'd go back to the pub swap one for a rocket launcher, jobs are good. Now, the coolest weapon, and I'm sure everyone probably knows about it, is the shark launcher. <laughs> the land shark weapon. This is a really cool weapon, and it's the craziest one I've seen in a while. Um, it's it, literally what it says on the tin. It's a gun that shoots land sharks, and it's so funny. So the, the sharks will just fire out of the gun, dive into the into the sea, into the sea, into the ground, into the floor, and they will just swim through the level, homing in on enemies, and then they burst out like jaws and eat them from, uh, they burst out from underneath and eat the uh, enemies. It's really good fun. And each shark will eat maybe like five or six people as well. That's something I really liked, is it's not just like one shark, because you only get two shots, but each shark will kill five or six enemies. So if you're in quite an open area, <coughs> excuse me, if you're in quite an open area, it's very good for that. Just having a drink there. So that is all of your normal weapons. Like you got the rocket launcher, it's kind of a standard rocket launcher to start with, and then you get your grenade launcher, which is also sort of a standard one. What's interesting is with the rocket launcher, I actually found a couple of upgrades. I don't know if it was just because I happened to be holding that weapon at the time or if it is just for the rocket launcher, but it upgraded it so it has like homing capability and can lock on to, it starts off being able to lock on to two people, but I found an upgrade that let it lock on to four. Um, I just randomly found it behind, behind like a random building on one of the levels and only applied for that level. So I'm assuming there's probably, I mean, there probably are lots of secrets. I wasn't really looking for them in the game um, that you can find. But yeah, it was it was very good. It was very good. That, that was a cool weapon. And then you get your side weapons. So for example, for your side weapons, the most common one you have are sticky mines. And these are really great. And you use them by pressing the B button, um, or you can press, you can click in the right stick as well. 
So these, you can throw them, and you can throw them really far, and they're almost homing, and they'll stick to whatever they hit, so hopefully you can hit an enemy with them, and they'll stick on the enemies, and then after five or so seconds, they'll explode, and they're very powerful. These are very commonly dropped by enemies, um, which is really cool. Uh, you also get things like uh, gas grenades, which can make enemies fight each other. You can get a thing that <laughs> creates like a black hole, and that just wipes out loads of stuff, but you've got to be careful not to get stuck in it yourself. Um, so all of these are your secondary weapons, which you can switch between them. You can carry two of those at a time, so you can have three guns and two mines or two secondary types basically um, but the, the weapons are really good in the game basically um, as I said the levels they're not too big but they can get a bit frustrating um, you can't take too many hits which is fine really um, but I'll get more into that in the bits that I don't like I'll tell you something else I do really like and it's clearly a deliberate thing just to be silly. You have escort missions where you have to rescue villagers. And <laughs> what I really like with these is you'll find them and then you'll go over to them and you'll press a button to, to rescue them. But then instead of like running or anything, like they literally just ragdoll on the floor and just slide on the floor behind you. <laughs> and it looks really funny. It looks like you're dragging them with some kind of invisible rope. Um, and it's great because it saves so much hassle because there's very little hassle of, they'll, they'll go exactly where you need them to basically and I'd be so happy if most uh, you know even Resident Evil 4 a bit with Ashley if you could just ragdoll her so you, she could just follow behind you wherever you go that'd be great but yeah that looks really funny on this and it made these escort missions very playable and tolerable um, so yeah I mean overall the gameplay here is good. The shooting, the action is good. The gunfights are all pretty big. Um, there's normally way more enemies than, you know, obviously there's just the three of you, but there's usually 10, 15 enemies at any one time, and that'll be a mixture of all of them. So they can be tricky. Um, I'd probably say most levels I died a couple of times, so I definitely didn't breeze through the game. Um, but it's also not the most difficult game. I mean, I played on the normal difficulty, so hard it would be pretty challenging, because I'm guessing you could take less hits. But overall, it's fun to play. So what about the bad? What do I think is bad about this game? Uh, the visuals haven't aged very well. The cutscenes in particular, um, I ended up skipping most of the cutscenes, partly because a lot of them dragged on for a long time. Uh, it starts off quite amusing, but then it, literally the, you, some of them would be more than 10 minutes long. And you, it, got, it did start to grate a bit for me. And also I think where this is, I think it's a backwards compatibility thing, but quite often the sound would just cut out. There'd be no sound in them. Uh, I had the subtitles turned on, so sometimes I could hear what was going on. But yeah, the they all use the in-game graphics as well for the cutscenes, which haven't aged particularly well. And some of those things like the the mouths and the faces and the animations are all very dodgy. 
And it's one of those, you know, in this sort of early three, early sort of PS2, Xbox, GameCube era, some of the cutscenes are very disjointed and it's hard to tell exactly what's going on. Um, usually with like faster movements and quick cuts between things. So the cutscenes, while they're quite funny, are not good quality. Um, Sound-wise, that's the problem with the... I think is a problem with the backwards compatibility. But in terms of the actual animation and stuff, that's just a product of its time. That they don't look good. The character models for most things are pretty damn ugly. Um, yeah, so watch out for that. Also, what didn't I like? The AI on your companions is not very good unless it's me being dumb so mainly during battles they're actually quite good at killing people they'll do a decent job and they'll follow you and you can give them commands like wait here attack protect me that kind of thing so you can you can tell them to what to do to an extent but they each have their own life bar and they can both die what is good is that it doesn't actually matter if they die it just makes things a little harder for you with the exception of a couple of missions. So most of the time, as long as the mission doesn't require one of them to do a specific action, which most of them don't, if they die, it just means you have to complete the level on your own, and then they come back for the next level. There are a couple of levels, for example, the mole guy, he is like demolitions expert. So there are times where you need him to blow up a wall or something like that, and you have to protect him. So he has to survive at least. The other guy can die, but he has to survive. Now, they have their own health bars, and they can they can pick up the same health packs that you pick up, that the enemies drop, but they won't do this automatically. And as far as I could tell, there was no command to actually tell them to go and collect the health. Um... But if you can, they kind of follow you slightly, not exactly how you, but they basically, you can sort of trick them into walking into the health packs to pick them up. So it, it's really annoying. So if they're, they've got no sense of self-preservation, basically, if they're about to die, they won't go and pick up a health bar. They will just run around and then get shot and die. So what you have to do is hope for the best most of the time, kill as many enemies as you can, hopefully kill all of them, and then just try to make them walk over. I, literally, I spent about 10 minutes on one point just trying to get them to walk over health packs. Uh, it was quite infuriating. I am, I'm sure there's no way to do it because I, I really did try every command. I thought there'd be like a go there, you know, you can put an arrow down for them to go and stat, I don't know. But that you couldn't, basically. I'm sure that would be in the sequel if they ever were to make one. So that was quite annoying. Um, yeah, the AI is not great. They're quite good in fights, but anything other than shooting people, forget it. Um, there's a lot of slowdown. Again, I'm not sure if this, this could be a, a result of a bad backwards port. But there was a lot of slowdown, a lot, a lot of slowdown. Um, especially there's some levels where it's raining and there's lightning. Those levels, boy oh boy, they would slow down all the time. Um, and that was quite annoying because it doesn't exactly look great. 
And it probably looked fine at the time, but it's definitely not pushing the Xbox 360, but I'm assuming that could be a thing to do with the, the backwards compatibility, but most of people getting this will probably be doing it backwards compatible. But yeah, there was a lot of slowdown. So, I mean, I think that's really all that bothered me. There wasn't really that much that bothered me about this game. Um, like I say, the cutscenes dragged and were glitchy, but you can skip them, so that was fine. But it did mean that a lot of the time I was like, okay, I've, I've gone from a snowy uh, mountain, now I'm in a lush jungle in the middle of somewhere, and I have no idea why. Let's be honest, it doesn't really matter in a game like this. All you've got to do is run forward and hold down the shoot button pretty much for the whole game. So don't worry too much about it. Um, the boss fights are pretty fun, but they're all basically exactly the same and it will just be against a giant robot and normally instead of getting new things or making it harder they just you, the next one you'll fight against two of the robots or three of the robots so that was a bit of a shame there weren't any real bosses in fact the ending of this game the last level is just one of those tower defense levels um, there's nothing special about it. There's nothing that particularly tells you, ah, oh, this is the last one. It's literally the same as all of the other ones. You just have X amount of enemies running at you. You kill as many as you can. The timer runs out. And then, basically, I had the final cutscene and the and the end credits. And it was a bit like, oh, okay. That's, that's it then. <laughs> Fine. Um, but, you know, whatever. I would have been... I, I like big boss fights, basically. Big boss fights are where it's at, especially in a game like this. Um, so you don't even fight the the king. That's a bit odd. Or was he in one of the robots? I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, so that was that was it. So, really, I mean, that's all there is to it. There's never been a sequel, which I'm actually kind of surprised at. The game itself isn't too long. I think I beat it in maybe six hours, and I wasn't trying to particularly, I mean, I never try and speedrun things. I don't, when I play these games, I don't tend to, I'm not a hundred percenter, um, so, but I also, I'm not rushing from A to B, I'm, I'm, I'll explore as much as I feel I need to, um, but yeah, it probably took me about five, six hours, and that's about right for a game like this. It knows what it is, it, it's literally just a, a run-and-gun shooter. Um, it would have been nice if there was a few more weapons, and it's kind of, it's a little bit odd with the shark gun that that's so wacky and out there, but it's the only th gun that's anything like that. Like I said, the other ones are all, it's a sniper rifle, a rocket launcher, a grenade launcher, and a machine gun. So they're all just conventional weapons, and then there's a shark launcher, <laughs> which is, you know, it's great that that's cool and it's in there, but... It's a bit of a shame they could have added. A, like again, I feel if there was a sequel, they probably would have just upped the crazy weapons. It'd be like a end up like Turok style, and they they would probably have loads of other crazy weapons. But oh well, such is life. Um, but really, that's yeah, that's all I really need to say about Armed and Dangerous. Again, that's the point of these game rambles. It's not necessarily a review. It's not a coherent train of thought. It's just a ramble with a mild amount of, uh, what's the word, structure. So there you go, yeah. 
Anyway, so overall, it's got a 78 slash 79 out of 100 on Metacritic. So let's just say that's an 8 out of 10, basically. I know it's a 7.8, but we're going to go and round it up. Would I give it an 8 out of 10? No, I wouldn't. I would give this a 6 out of 10. Maybe a 7 at a push. But I'm going to go with a 6. It is fun. At the time, I probably would have agreed with these scores. But playing it back now, it's not a bad game. It's definitely showing its age, which is a bit of a shame. It's one of those games that's showing its age, but it's still fun. Um, if you can get it for free, like I did, that's the perfect price. But don't pay more than a fiver for it, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, there you go. That's my ramble on Armed and Dangerous for the Xbox 360. Uh, thank you for listening. Don't forget, you can follow me on YouTube, where I've got some really cool videos. I've just uploaded a new one. Um, I upload a new one hopefully every week. Um, so check out The Reviews Brothers on YouTube and of course on Instagram, The Reviews Brothers, where I've got more than 700 video game reviews and they're actual video reviews as well. Um, the first picture you'll see will be the box of the game. Just swipe on that to the next slide and it's a full video review. Imagine that. There's over 700 of them. So, loads of content. So yeah, follow me everywhere. Leave comments wherever you want to let me know how you're doing. And uh, yeah, if you want to check out some other gaming podcasts, here's some good suggestions for you. Check out the Secret Levels podcast. It's a lot of fun. Check out the Grammar Opinions to Play Video Games podcast. That's also a lot of fun. Check out uh, the Main Quest podcast. Keith is back with new reviews. So there you go. There's some to keep you going. Until next time. But yes, anyway, that's all I want to say. That's Armed and Dangerous. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.